<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Basically, a fan asked me if I was willing to just have conversations with them. They wanted to ask me questions, but they're willing to pay me. It's like a live Facebook live or Instagram live, but with a person. Yeah, I know what Zoom is, dude. <laughs> You're literally... I know what Zoom is. I've lived through the pandemic. Welcome, Welcome to, to Cash Cuties. Cuties, a super personal finance podcast where we look at our friends' credit card statements and judge their spending habits with, with love. love. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm your darling, Steffi Bay. Darling, darling. Darling. If you're listening on your Apple Pod app, please leave us a review, hit follow on Spotify, and sub to our YouTube channel for the video version of this podcast. All the links are available in the episode description below. below. Quick shout out to our Dono Daddies. These are people who give us money on Patreon. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support this podcast. So if you want to support this operation, if you want bonus content, if you want to shout out on the podcast, please go to patreon.com slash Pod. And you'll get all those things. We have two Donald Daddies this week. Yeah. Shout out to Philip J, $5. Thank you so much. And Jacob S, $5. Ow, ow, ow. Thank you so much. Again, that's patreon.com slash cash cuties pod. Um, this is the last episode of 2023. I don't, want it, I don't want it to end. Can we slow down time somehow? Oof, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. That's a, t- that's a tall order. That's a tall order. Uh, from someone like me. Yeah, because we have so many interesting things happening in 2024. I know. Well, we are recording before New Year's and Christmas right now, and I don't want to get into this too much, but I was just I was on my way here listening to a podcast, and they're talking about like most memorable Christmas gifts and stuff like that, and I had wondered... I wondered if there's something that comes to mind when you think of Christmas. Like, is this a big holiday for you? Because gifts is like a love language for you. Like, are, are you? Is Christmas like? You know what I think day? of? Yeah. I think of panettone. Do you know what that is? There's no way. You know, I don't. I don't know what that is. That sounds like a, a bakery that I can't afford. Okay, let me teach you about yeah. culture. Okay. Okay. Panettone is like an Italian bread. It's almost like a fruit bread. Have you seen those? They're like dry as hell, and they taste kind of like alcoholic fruit. Oh. What is that? That's not that's not what it's called in English. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the English name is. Yeah. I, I just know that in Brazil, we grew up eating that. Yes. So the first thing I think of is that goddamn bread who, that doesn't taste that good, mm. but you get used to it. And so it becomes the flavor of Christmas. Christmas. Mm. So uh, that's the first thing I think of. Okay. you. What's like, do you remember like, uh, you know, you're obviously 19 years old, but do you remember growing up, like what was your favorite Christmas gift? Something that you were like, oh, I still think about that moment because that gift meant so much to me. Dang, a Christmas gift. I'm only asking because, like, I feel like gifts is like a huge thing for you. Like, I thought you. But it was not. But I don't remember it as a child exactly. I'm trying not to think of my childhood. (laughs) 
I'm trying to get... There's a single tear running down Steffi's cheek right now. <laughs> I have like brought up holidays? some trauma. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Santa? Um, no, I'm trying to think of... Okay, so... Probably when we got our little kitties. I remember we got these two crazy... We adopted these two kitties. I think the cats had like mental health issues. Do you ever tell that? <laughs> this is when, your Christmas gift that you yes, hold because, so highly in your memory. No, well, that's what I remember. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't have... I can't think of the good one. Are you trying to ask me a good one? Just like, anything. I, this is my well, memory of the is, cats and they kept scratching me. And so we kept them in a room, which was horrible to do. They were scratching me and my younger sister. So anytime we would touch them, we, we were frightened because we'd be like, there would be blood running upon us, like just because of how crazy they were. And so <laughs> we had to give them away because we just couldn't deal with them. But that's that's my Christmas. We cat. wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's man. It's blood. <laughs> it is screaming. God damn. Um, no, I bring it up because um, I was just thinking about how I've been feeling this way for quite some time. I think it's because ever since I got a job, this might not be relatable to you, but Cash Cuties, I wonder if this is relatable to you as an adult. I feel like I don't want anything anymore. Like, I think I have everything I hate I you need. right now. Dude, you're being I, so... Uh, I'm not being pretentious. I just you're absolutely pretentious. When people go, when my parents are like, "What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday?" I never have an answer because as an adult, I could just buy that thing, you know. Um, and it, it goes beyond Christmas. I remember back in the day, my parents would go back to Japan. They're like, "Do you want anything from Japan?" I'd be like, "Oh yes, can you get me this like contact solution that's like minty, that's fun, or like get me this thing that's popular over there?" But now it's like I can get everything on Amazon, whatever the fuck I want with my own money. You're telling me that if you're father got you minty eye drops from japan and he brought it here versus if you order on amazon it's completely the same feeling it is though it is for me it is because it's like for me it's like oh i could have just you know what i mean like you don't have to. i mean it's nice but i don't necessarily feel that there's like less emotions attached with gifting now i think as an adult because uh. you can just sort of buy things why right? do i feel sad for you i know it is sad i want is to i want i want Maybe to want not. my desire is desire i want to want again i was thinking about the best gift i ever gotten was when i was like in fourth grade or fifth grade i was already living in ohio my uncle mailed me a nintendo 64 from japan yeah. and you can get one here but back then you could only play japanese games on japanese nintendo 64s yeah so he mailed me one from japan and i remember like my mom telling me like shipping it probably cost more than the actual system but i have a picture of me and my sister like freaking out that they sent us that and i was so happy and i just i can't remember the last time i felt like that unraveling a gift holy shit i know is this relatable at all um i kind there was a time when i was yes there was a time i felt what you're talking about but it was a lie to myself <laughs> it's not like, a monetary it was, thing I it's guess. not it's for like, me it's not monetary it's like the act the of act. someone having had thought of me yes and getting it and then delivering it like thousands whatever how many miles it is like yeah that yeah, yeah. that feeling of like wow you thought of me yeah when you were on so an island <laughs> you know when you were like eating your tokyo hamburg yeah like you thought of me yeah and brought me back this little sauce yes. Do you know what i'm saying yes yes i get that it's like, i get that i could get QP mayo here right the giant size yeah but they were like oh my god stuff you want this mini one that's a yeah. keychain yeah, 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 out yeah, of yeah. like this weird dispensary thing right like yeah. that, those little things yes I, that's where i get connected to the thing that, but just, it's not that's... necessarily the object sure but also can i say this is horrible of me say it. but when someone say brings it. a shitty gift to you i'd rather not have gotten a gift. define a shitty gift 
Like a keychain? You know, a globe? Yeah. Like a, a globe that's in like a, a white no, no, man's airport. library? You know what? Airport. I know exactly when it's like a Hudson News gift. Who is buying you Hudson News gifts? People buy me Hudson. It's, I've done. I've done it too. I'm being hypocritical. Okay, last minute when you're supposed to get someone a gift and you forget, and you're like a ramble. You know, you have like. Yeah. T- you, what are you gonna do? You go to the Hudson News and you fucking buy like a I love a, LA, a LA <laughs> fucking shirt. Yeah, and they're like, seize chocolate. They're like, from bro, what? I live in LA. Why do I have an? L- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And that kind of like... Well, but I know why it's shitty for you because the the thought process exactly. wasn't there. You, you yes. I was a last minute yes. thought and that's Com- not hot. Completely. Mm. So I think I'd rather get... Even if you brought me back like... I don't even drink, but you brought me back a tequila because mm-hmm. you were on a tequila farm. Yeah. But they thought of me. Right, right, right. Why See, they is, thought of me, I don't know. This is really important because I feel like I have trouble accepting love from people. And that translates to the gift thing. Like you said, you're like, oh, you wouldn't be happy if your dad got you this like contact solution that's even 300 yen from Japan. And I'm like, yeah, I, I just I get it from Amazon. But it's because I have I have issues receiving and giving love. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, avoiding it. I'm, I'm going to make anyone that wants to hook up with him from now on. Please say I love you. No. Scream I love you the whole time you no. hook up with Fumi. No. Because maybe I'll then it'll... you. <laughs> no, then it's like the the... Maybe you'll just get used to it. I'll get soft if you do or that. Or you'll just never have sex again. Yeah, I will go celibate, which honestly would be fun and good for me, I think. You think so? Well, I think I'm too horny sometimes. It's one sometimes. of your joys. It's one of my love languages. <laughs> get my dick sucked. <laughs> then <too. laughs> Anyways, uh, Merry Christmas to y'all. Merry Christmas to y'all. Let's move on to our next topic. Um, you know, we keep bringing up cars, and I know some of the people on here, um, not the stereotype, a lot, maybe a lot of women on here, like, stop talking about cars. I don't know what's going on with this car. I thought this was a money no, podcast. girls also have car issues, dude. That's true. I guess I'm being problematic. You're being But it's the end of the year, forgive me. It's, okay. it's cold, you know? When, when it's what cold, does I, the end of the year do? When, when it's cold, fuck I, up your brain? When, I, when it's cold, I get problematic, you know what I'm saying? That's why I had to leave New York. Really? I'm so racist over there. Because <laughs> it's so cold. What race are you racist against? Chinese people. I'm kidding. I don't know. Oh <laughs> I just my God. That up. <laughs> Love right. the Chinese. Love you guys. I'm um, stepping away from this. Well, so, Steffi, you got your car towed. You're thinking about getting a new one. People are criticizing you because you want a Miata, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, people are such haters. I When I was of... editing Vivian's podcast, you were like, I think I'm getting a Miata. And I remember her, she said verbatim, can you not be a stereotype of her own people? <laughs> That's what she said. And I was like, bitch. I would have called her out if I was there. I didn't feel like what she's just saying because it's an Asian car or do only Asians have Miatas? I've only I seen. I think she's saying that it's giving off. It's giving fast and furious. Is, me, but no, like, that's a S2000, which is similar looking. I think fast and furious is more like um, Nissan Skyline or like a Toyota GR86. Like I yeah. think Miata is like yeah, not, Miata not even... is giving like hot substitute teacher. Fuck? You know what I mean? Because it's affordable. There's fucking hair in my mouth. Did you shove this in someone's asshole? Why is there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know you're dating I a white wish. guy, but Jesus Christ. Okay. Um. I would, I'm not dating anyone. Are you? Don't put <laughs> fake information out there. I haven't dated someone in like fake news. fucking. Fake news. Dude, I'm drying up here. Anyways. Stop. You're making me mad right now. <laughs> Just by that. Um. Um, okay. But we're thinking about, um, you know, thinking about buying a new car. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about briefly is you were complaining about Ubering everywhere. You're Ubering everywhere right Dude, now. Dude, they're not covering it. 
Jeep is Who's not they? covering that. So my why car. Why would you expect Jeep to cover it? Because my car's fucked up and my warranty ended just. I already talked about this so many times. I feel it. It has taken so much time out of my life and inconvenience because my sister is here also in town and I can't drive them around because we don't have a four seater car. Right. So it's like I have to pay the Ubers to get to her, our hometown. Yeah. Which is like an oh, hour away. Yeah, a, oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. Those are like 60, hour, 70 bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like an hour away. It's yeah, it's been it. Tr- it, co- it cost me $80 the other day to go home mm. and I want my sister here and she's supposed to come here. That's another fucking $80, dude. You would Uber her here. I told her I would help her with half. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I just, <laughs> I'm like my sister, you're, when you're an older sibling, I think you become, or whoever makes the money is literally like the sugar daddy in the mm. relationship. But how's that Ubering going for you? Because I, so, I didn't have a car in LA for a while. And just, I wanted to ask you about like adjusting, how are you adjusting to this Uber lifestyle? Like what's pissing is, you off? I, There's a lot of pain it's points. It's pissing me off that I'm living like I'm someone wealthy or rich when I have no money to be spending like that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have all, it's the holidays. I need to buy people presents. I need to, I, I need to like d- buy expensive dinners for people, right, my friends, right, right. my family. I want to be spending it on other stuff. Right. And instead, I'm stuck in this fucking luxury car that I don't want to be. Exp- I don't like experiencing. Why are you taking wealth- Uber Black? <laughs> no, sometimes nice cars come. Oh, just come. Like a Tesla oh, comes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't deserve this shit. I should be feeling <laughs> bad about this. And I'm spending fucking God knows eighty to a hundred dollars for fucking rides. So I'm pissed right now. So the the conversation that we want to talk about is like, I know Ubering hurts every time because you feel like you're living like a celebrity, as you mentioned. But I like to challenge you on that and see. Are you really spending more money leasing slash owning a car or is it cheaper to Uber? And if so, how long? So I guess your math, how, how much are you really spending on this whole Jeep thing? To pay for my gas per month, it's an average of $195. A month? A month. Okay. The insurance, I guessed, is around $200. Okay. Triple A, it's a yearly fee. When I break it down, it's like 7 to $10. Let's say it's $10. Okay. The lease is $430 with... That's with me paying, I think I put 5K down okay. on the car. Mm-hmm. So without putting the down payment and putting that math into the lease, which I should do, it comes out to eight, $835 a month. Huh? $835 a month. Uh, yeah, $835 per month. To have this Jeep. To have this Jeep. Okay. And let me ask you, how much did you spend on Ubers uh, in the last seven days? It's That was about $470. You spent $470 on Ubers in seven days. Yes. So if we did seven times four, so that's 400 times. So you would spend, or do you think this is a number? This is a crazy number because I'm with my my sister. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Or like I would go back and that was like eight, you know, like 90, 80, whatever. I think dollars. it's fair to assume that you would probably spend about $1,000 a month on Ubers if you didn't have a car living your regular I think it's life. more because I literally model. So sometimes I have to go to castings. That's too, that's near where you live. Mm-hmm. And so that costs, what I average it, averaged out is that one round chip is about $50 right. without tip. Sure. That, typically me getting around LA. Yeah. So, so if I, and, and I could do that like at least five times, four so, times. So you feel doing this math, a car is worth it for you because. Yeah. And there is something about the freedom of being a car deal, a car owner in Los Angeles. Of course, Los you can go Angeles. anywhere, anytime. 
Yeah. Of course, of course. It's the meaning of America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It really is freedom. Okay, so I, this is what I'm saying. I think it's a little hard to calculate this with leases, but since you're planning on buying your next car, I wanted to show you my numbers just to see if I can maybe change your mind. I don't really need to, but just to offer you a like, perspective. To I don't need to change your mind, but I, I just want to put things into perspective because I know it hurts to have an Uber, but I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. So from September 21st, when I first moved here to January 22nd, January 2022 that's about five months i didn't have a car in la and i spent about forty one hundred dollars on rideshare apps thirty six dollars on trains and then three hundred seventy four dollars on scooters i was like birth scootering everywhere in west hollywood to go like grocery shopping and stuff like if it's like two miles i would just scooter because it was faster so that's a total of forty five hundred dollars forty five twelve Divided by five, I was spending about $900 on commuting per month. Okay. And that includes like me going to shows and stuff pretty much every night, going to Silver Lake, Venice, back to West Hollywood. So it is a lot, right? And then I bought a Honda Fit off Facebook Marketplace. After taxes, it was about $12,000. Gas, I fill up twice a month. It was about $85 at the time because gas prices were crazy. Insurance, I'm paying about $180 a month. And just to make up, and again, I bought a car. So this is why the calculator is a little bit different than what you calculated. But just to make up for the cost of the car, which is $12,000, if I'm spending about 900 bucks on Ubers a month, I could ride Ubers for 13 months just to cover the cost of the car. But that 13 months, I'm not even including oil changes, accidents, maintenance, and stuff like that, right? And also in that 13 months, I'm paying gas for 13 months. I'm paying insurance for 13 months, which is, that totals up to about $3,400, which is another four months of Uber. So yes, it is 900 bucks, $1,000 a month on Uber sounds expensive, but we're t with, with the car that I bought, we're talking close to two years on uber so it's like if i was only living here for two years it's actually not that mm, bad mm -hmm. to just uber everywhere even though it's expensive i started zoning out when you started talking the note i'm so sorry <laughs> like i could not pay attention to all the numbers okay the saying. point i'm making is because one, at one point you're like i might move out of la right so i guess what i'm making what i'm saying yes is, i want to go travel next year so, so what i'm saying is, is especially if you're doing that okay. because the yeah. mazda is 30k what i'm saying yes, to you, you know you're right. what i'm saying to you is i know it hurts to uber but i think it's actually cheaper for you to just uber everywhere anytime you want for two to two years i actually think it's cheaper for you to do that than buy a mazda that's the point I'm making. There is a freedom to the car that I there can't is, explain. There is, but if you just get over that and just go, I, I'll, I'll let an Uber anytime I want to, and, and I promise I won't make myself feel bad about it. Financially, it might be cheaper you know than what? doing the Mazda. Okay, you're right. It is the idea that every time I get an Uber, it hurts. It's the, no, it's the coin. I am, I think of money. Yes, it's, pa it's a pain point. Yeah. It's, a pa it's always... Always the idea of money is in my head. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll start, like, maybe I stop thinking about it after, like, a month, right? This is a genius thing you're bringing up because Uber should have a program for those who don't want to look at the numbers. Yeah. And they just keep a tab <laughs> and then they charge you once a year, yeah. right? So, let's say at the, they had, they let's say at the end of the year it cost you $20,000. But you can say to your head, well, I didn't buy a car. And if I bought a car, it would have been 30000 So, this is fine. Right. Like I feel if they just charge you once or like a yearly fee or something, there's less of you, mm. you think about the money list. That's why like Spotify. Yes, it's 15 bucks a month or whatever, but it's once a month. I don't really think about it. But if they showed me how much I'm paying every time I listen to a song, I'm going to not sign. I'm going to like uh, unsubscribe yeah. because I'm annoyed at seeing right. the numbers. And with Ubers, to your point, if you go back to T-Town and back, I don't care how rich you are. If you see that you spent 160 bucks on Ubers that day, that's fucking annoying. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though, even if I'm showing you the numbers being like, it's okay because I did the math, you're like, I don't care about the math. It hurts. Yeah. So they should have a program like that. Uber, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Get on it. We'll Get sponsor it. it. But yeah, especially if you're going to travel, it's just something you should think about. You know, I'm not trying to convince you anyway, but I, I did the math for you. You weren't listening, but I did the math for you. No, I, I believe you. I might have to come back to you when I, uh, when I don't have a car and be like, hey, remind me again that why I don't have a car. <laughs> I'm like, why I'm so lonely. I have no friends because I feel I'll so like, bad. You're saving money. It's fine. Like, okay, thanks. And then you walk into the ocean. I will depressed. probably. <laughs> I mean, we're not putting into the cost of mental health here. That's, you know, that's another thing, right? Like, if you do feel lonely, you are saving money. But if you, if you do feel lonely, and, and, and you do get a lot of enjoyment from driving cool cars. So I'm one not putting that into the Yeah, math, one right? of my joys is driving. Like, the reason I would get a Mazda is or Miata is because I would it, it feel like I'm driving a fast car, mm -hmm. like a sports car. It is car. a fast car, I But think. It, it is interesting that you buy these, like, cheaper cars, like, for 11000 That's it? And what was your other car? Four thousand? No, well, how was, much? Was it was fourteen plus tax, but I sold my Honda, so that's why it's only eleven eleven thousand dollars. Should I just get a cheaper car? Oh, God. Well, I don't want. Here's the thing, and here's what we do at Cash Cuties: we don't shame people. Okay, I want to I support you emotionally, I and I don't think that you would be happy with a Prius. The reason why I got a really cheap car in the beginning is because I didn't know how long I would be in LA. And so I didn't want to buy a nice car because I was like, I could just move next year. So that's the only reason why I bought the Honda for like close to $10,000. Um, but you know, you live here, you have your family here. So I think if you bought a car, you'd use it a lot. And so I think that's fine. It's just that if you plan on moving or you don't know where you're going to be in a couple of years, you know, I know it hurts, but the point I'm making is like, especially because your car is three times the cost of my car. So I really do think if I did the math, it might be like 24 to 36 months of Ubering. And that's two to three years, which is a lot of fucking time. I don't know anyone. I do know. I have friends who don't have cars, but they're typically not from L.A. Mm -hmm. they're, they're like transplants. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I can't help but like f I feel bad because I did judge them. I was like, you're carless. That's insane. Like, that's an insane thought to me. Yeah. And now I'm like. I'm that person. It's because I talk about I, that's what it happens when you judge other people. You <laughs> you're the guy. That's actually that's why a, your Jeep broke down. That's you're why talking it that broke shit. down. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know what? It's even worse when it's dreary. It's been raining, and without a car, it's a lack of. I don't know what it is. And you don't drink either. I was gonna say like there is something so nice about like if you're out partying or whatever and it's late and you're sleepy. It is nice to just call an Uber and, and you can sleep in the car. I guess you don't sleep in the car because you're No, I'm fucking scared someone's going to abuse me. I know. Remember? I always sleep in the car, bro. Dude, I, I fell asleep last night, but I get scared of that. The the fucking dudes. I'm scared of that. Yeah. That's why I can't just fall asleep. That happened to one of our... I know. Hannah. That's, Hannah. Yeah, like, that's why we can't. I can't. On Uber. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Change your fucking life. You have to go to rehab. Nah, man. Yeah. It ain't it, fam. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But I appreciate you doing that. <laughs> well, it's the end of the year, so Steffi and I thought it would be fun to just look at each other's finances and how we did this year. And first of all, before we start, shout out to Monarch. Okay, I know you guys wanted to work with us in the beginning and we thought you were weird and so we were kind of hot girling you, but now we love your product and we'd love to work with you. If you want to run an ad or something, hit us up, Diane, if you're real even. Um, But yeah, we looked at her um, ear and just see how how we did and um, talk about best months, you know, just... We did this, I remember this was the first two episodes of the podcast. The first episode, I did you, and then the second episode, you did me, yeah. I think. And we haven't but done that in a while. it was much more analyzed. <laughs> it was yeah, like today's just more of like a summary, but... Yeah. Um, well, I'm looking at my numbers, and if you're a real fan, and you listen to this at the beginning of 2023, um, my goal, cause, because I don't have like a full-time writing job or whatever it was... My goal was to make five thousand dollars a month doing comedy, which would equate to about sixty thousand dollars a month a year. That was my goal, and I know it's not a lot of money, but in my head, I was thinking, you know, that's more than what I made at my first job doing something I hated. And so, if I could make sixty k doing something I kind of like, that's to me is Hell winning, yeah. right? I love that. Um, but I ended up doing okay. I made like, where did that number go? I I think I made like. Okay, I made like 84,000, yeah. 84.6k this year. That's gross. That's not expenses. I had a lot of expenses, so I did not save a lot. But that's exceeding my the goal. That's so awesome. overall, Do that's we- fun. That gives hope to, uh, that hopefully that gives hope to the people out there yeah. that you can make a lot of money doing yes. something you enjoy. And I did not have a full-time gig at all. Obviously, I did a bunch of like random comedy gives gigs. I made a lot of things happen on my own. I produced my own shows. I put on, I put together my own tour, so that was like a huge huge part of it. And looking at the income breakdown, it's interesting because I really thought most of it would be residuals, but most of it came from stand-up. Um, whether it's producing shows in LA or going to Chicago, whatever it was. And so it is cool to be like I mean, I, I make close to $35,000 just with stand-up. That's more than, like, a teacher. You know what I mean? Like, that's, and just doing stand-up. And again, this is gross, not net. But still, you know? That's awesome. So most of it came from comedy. Came it came from, from stand-up. From yeah, stand-up. Live, live stand-up, yeah. That is, isn't that the goal? Your, that's your whole life Yeah, goal? I mean, that's obviously as, as I get more followers and stuff, I want that to be, like, higher, higher, higher. Um, you know, I can't, I got to give a shout out to the WGA, shout out to residuals. Okay. That was like a huge portion of my, uh, Oh, so you still had residuals coming in. Yeah. I had like, I had like 20 K residuals this year, which is like, you know, that's a big, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That helped me out a lot. And that's, that's just money coming in in the, in the mailbox. I'm not doing anything. That's just money coming in because they were playing episodes I wrote on. Wow. Yeah. That's hella awesome. Um, and other shit was like, you know, like content income. So that's like getting paid from Facebook and shit like that. And then I had like a handful of mini writing gigs that lasted two, three weeks or whatever that, you know, that was like, you know, 10, 15K or whatever it was. So, yeah. Dude, that, congratulations. Thanks, man. Do, so do you have a bigger goal for next year? I guess a hundo. Oh. Six figures? I know you could do that because you already have something. You already have something interesting that I, you know, we can't say it yet. We can't but, say it yet. But that's gonna already start 
jumpstart for you? A little bit, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. But I also think the exposure to that. So for as a comedian, what is the exposure that will help you the most in terms of, is it like numbers? Is it like more getting more followers or is it like that will monetarily, you know? Yeah. So I think there's, this might be like sound not believable to a lot of people. And I know there's a lot of money in social media and stuff, but truly where the money is, is live performances Mm -hmm. that's how you make the most money if i go to chicago and i can sell a thousand tickets i will make more money than a stupid facebook content thing that i'm doing with sephora or whatever the fuck you know what i mean like that's live (laughs) live is where the money is at I don't know if I talked to you about this, but like uh, I, I opened for somebody at the Irvine Improv, which is like, you know, UCI, you know. Yeah. Irvine Improv Zod, is, Zod. Is, a, is a mall and there's a comedy club there called the Improv. It seats about 450 people. This man I opened for, he sold out six shows. So that's <gasps> 450 people times six. I, I don't know what that is. Tickets are going for about 25 to 30, maybe even more <gasps> a ticket. His door deal, I think, was like 80%, if not more. That man walked out making like fifty, sixty thousand dollars if not more. For one, one, for one fucking show? weekend. And he's doing it everywhere. So you have to be at that level. Is that a level that you're close to? Not even close. Like ten percent of that. I'm probably. No, no, have they been in the industry longer? No, he just kind of blew up on Facebook and. So and you TikTok have to blow up. You have to go viral. You have to do whatever it takes to get fans. It, it can be social media, or you could be on Abbott Elementary. Like you, whatever you gotta do to get. It could be a podcast, right? It doesn't like numbers don't always mean that those people are gonna come out, right? Like I think there are a lot of set of comedians with not that many followers, but a lot of them come out to see you live. So it those numbers mean more, you know? Mm. You could have a million followers, but if they're just like, oh, I just like watching this girl like put on makeup. I don't want to go see her do comedy. That means nothing. Mm. There's no money in that, right? Like maybe you could do a thing with Sephora and make a couple thousand dollars, but for me, I gotta get you to come out to see me. That's where the money's at. And that's what I'm realizing looking at my fans is I, I always thought I was writing, which it kind of is, but you know, this 84K that I made, I had to fucking go hunt for that this year. Like, I literally yeah. had to go to different cities, be like, I'm producing a show. Nobody was helping me, it was just me emailing venues. Cause I'm not big enough for like my agents to like give me a bunch of cities, right? Like, I'm just doing this on my own. What was your best city that, what city did you make the most money in? Uh, well, outside of LA? Probably. Well, New York Chicago, makes sense because you have that Chicago. kind of. Chicago. They had the best door deal. But New York. What do you mean door deal? Like a percentage that they give yeah, you? Yeah, so when you, you talk to a venue, you negotiate. Like, they'll be like, can you, can you do oh, 60% of the doors? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I want to do 70. I want to do 80. So you sort of negotiate. And depending on the venue, they have like really strict door deals. Interesting. A good deal, a good door deal is like 80% or higher. Wow. A bad one is like 60 or 50. That's oh. bad. That means they're getting half. So when you're starting in comedy, it's 50. If you don't have leverage, it's 50. What do you mean leverage? If like they you- know that you can't really bring anybody, oh. then it's 50. Or they'll be like, so for example, when I did Rhode Island, I can I, I could only bring thirty people, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to New York and the other places, I can bring like one hundred and fifty people. So in Rhode Island, I didn't even do a door deal because that's not gonna make the club any money. So I took a minimum. So that means they give me five hundred dollars just to do one show. It's surprising how much math goes along being a comedian. 
Like how, <laughs> how much like financial things you have to think about yep, because, because you have everybody's to, trying to fuck you all. Everybody, you know, everybody wants a cut, right? Your manager wants a cut, and the venue is trying to fuck you a little Wait, bit you have sometimes. To, you have to pay your manager. Not the stuff I book on my own. Right now, I'm doing like ninety five percent of it on my own. So, so you I don't have to. The only person you're paying is the booking, the location, and then yeah, they, but I'm not really paying them. They're just taking a cut of the ticket right, sales right, right, or whatever. Right. Yeah. When do you get paid? Do they give it to you that they day? Give you that night. Yeah. <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah. Or if it's Eventbrite, it'll take like a couple. Is it cash? Is a Venmo? How are um, they paying you guys? They prefer Venmo, but I've gotten cash before really? cash is weird in new york they always give you cash what well, this one venue that i use <laughs> yeah you, but usually it's like venmo or d- a check or something like that you know oh, yeah, yeah interesting but well, yeah i think you're your definitely money. gonna make a hundred next year i, I hope so yeah well, you will if you break that hundred how are you gonna celebrate i feel like you should like do something you should go on a vacation again i mean you did some yeah. big things i feel like this year you went on vacations that you might have not gone in the past you did went on a lot of vacations this year. I, I felt like I went to Japan. Where else did I go? See, but Hawaii. This the, you went to Hawaii. Did I go to Hawaii this year? I did. Yeah. I did Hawaii and Japan. Yeah. God, this is why. Like, and you spent some money. You did. You did a good job of spending some of the money because you were making it and you were happy. I feel yeah, like you're yeah. only you only spend more money when you feel good versus yeah, you don't seem like when you're stressed you would ever spend that money yeah but I'm trying to change that and honestly since I met you I think I've changed like I went to Hawaii when I wasn't <laughs> even making that much money because I was like dude I'm only gonna be like pretty soon if I go to Hawaii I'm gonna be like oh my back hurts and I can't hike like that's gonna happen to me yeah. oh my knee hurts I can't do this swim you yeah. know so I'm like dude you're right like you just gotta go when you want to go now i'm not saying go to hawaii every month and blow all your money but i do think that like since meeting you i've like relaxed a little bit and been like i'm allowed to fucking have fun because i'm glad i've made you make spend more money you know because hopefully that made you make more money too yeah i think when i'm in a better mood too like things happen and hey manifest you know what i'm saying (laughs) manifest never thought i'd say that in my life but (laughs) yeah what about me i don't know if you're gonna do it but you know how did you do this year I did better than I expected, especially with both of us, SAG and the writers, the guild strike, strike. for like five months. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? I feel like it made us kind of, it made me kind of stressed at the beginning. We were both so stressed by Remember May. What, that's, I forgot. That's why we did that episode in May. That was our worst month. Yeah, we were, we made like zero <laughs> money. We I think negative. I made like $200 yeah, that like, month. <laughs> I and I think, think I that made- was just like, you Venmo me a hundred bucks because we went to eat or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a bad month I, that was so and that's bad. because that's when the strike started that makes yeah. so much sense oh my god that i was also really think crazy. our uh, cash cuties episodes kind of changed since then like i remember thinking we were extremely we were so dedicated in a way that was like we were analytical about the things we would do and say yes and then yes. we started like you could see like all the after that we started being a bit more like hey this is let's make it let's treat it more fun let's yes. treat it like something we enjoy yes. again yes and things change from but then. that's but, that's what's kind of nice about podcasts is it, it is a reflection of your mood that month and i think on the months we're just like doing a powerpoint every month things are not going good we were like let's just kms yeah like let's all just kms we'll do it together yeah Uh, yeah and at some point, things just changed. It wasn't even like the end of the strike, but it was like the sun also came out. The sun came out. The yeah. sun will come out and it did. And did. I don't know how much, I, I don't know exactly because I, I just got Monarch yesterday night. and yeah. <laughs> Yesterday night, the proper English. Go ahead. Yesterday night, um, it you guys, me changing the analysis so that it every line that we do of like uh, what is it called when, when i'm changing like the the transactions, the, the transactions yeah. into like the right transaction 
it took me out guys it took me out so bad today i didn't wake up till like yeah, but noon and fumi had to knock on the door for me to wake up this is the first <laughs> time this has ever happened it was because there was so much money on my mind i'll show you how to do it easier because you can search for a vendor and then change them all at once so you don't have to go one by one going one by one and psychotic because this income is not correct because it sounds like i made so yeah, much for money example you can year, search for check not. and it'll give you all the checks and you can you know what I mean? Like you don't, and you can search for Ralph's, and you can tr change all of Ralph's to groceries. Like you don't have to do them line by line. That that's insane, and that'll take you forever. Oh, that's what I did. You you, you did category. You did search I by was category. Individually, yeah, was no, don't doing. do that. That's that's stupid and crazy. I'll show you how to do it. I'll, I'll show you. I was going it crazy. Okay, my biggest job was a commercial job that I did, and it's money that's it was giving me residuals. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a SAG type of job. Yeah, and so yeah. yeah. I, I did well on that and that is still that's what kind of is keeping me up. I did a hosting gig for Amazon and Amazon Prime for the, 88, 88 Rising. Rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one that was, was okay. a, yeah, because it was a big company that paid me. So yeah. that was a really good check that came in. Yeah. Um so again, I would like to do that one paid me really well. So Ooh. I would like to do more hosting gigs. Cause I didn't realize there's so much. Did you know there's money in hosting? I was like, what? This is why people are host. But I also just enjoy doing it. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I have to say both these jobs were a lot of fun and I got paid really well. But mm -hmm. I'm also let's talk about the cheap, the shittiest job. Shittiest, you did. The yeah, weirdest but, things we did for money. Is yeah, about? yeah. Basically, a fan asked me after a show if i was willing to just have conversations with them they wanted to ask me questions but they're willing to pay me so i said um sure why not okay. so because like i essentially do that on patreon right it's like we're getting paid to but it felt like you know like the japanese friends that we you, do not do that on patreon what are you talking about like you know it, or is it a cameo what okay. is it one oh it's like where you have conversations yeah, but, but it's, cameo is like you make a video and you send it right this is like he wanted to one-on-one live zoom with you he wanted to, yeah, he wanted to talk okay. on the, yeah, he now wanted to that, talk. Were you, when you, when he first approached you, were you like, this is weird? Or were you just like... Yeah, because I've never done that. So I asked my friends about it. And yeah. some of my friends had done this. So I was like, oh. Is there a name for this? This I kind of thing? I don't know what it is. I guess it's just sort of like... It's a, like being a, it's a parasocial Yeah, monetized parasocial it's thing. Like a, you know what it is? It's like a, it's like a live Facebook live or Instagram live, but, but with a person. Yeah, I know what Zoom is, dude. <laughs> You're literally... I know what Zoom is. I've lived through the pandemic. <laughs> so his... So when I first talked to them, they wanted to charge a certain amount there. Because I was like, how how do I monetize this? Or yes. what made sense to him yes. for me? And what did he propose? He initially proposed $50. And for was, how long? For 30 minutes. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, okay. I was like, I don't want that money. Yeah. Plus talk to a random person. I have no idea if they're like a psychotic person. Right, right. But he seemed pretty normal based on my initial interaction with him. And he's like, okay, 100. And I, I just wanted to make sure that it was like, we're only talking about whatever. If he wanted to interview me, I'm down to do an interview. Um, I said $100 and that's it. I was like, I'm not going to do it for less. So okay. he paid me $100 for 30 minutes to talk. And I, you know, laid it out. I said, you could only talk to me about like fun, interesting things about but don't get creepy. What? Don't get creepy. I don't want creepy shit. Yeah. And it was all, all clear. And I asked him, I was like, why did you want to do this? Right. And he said, he basically wants, he said he doesn't have a lot of close friends and he wants to be able to be friends with cool people. He wants to know about what life is like 
in LA. He mm-hmm. wants to know what oh, it's like. Oh, he's not from LA. He's not from LA. Okay. And so he just wanted an in with like cool people essentially. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool. So, does, so who else does he do this? Who else does he do this with? Apparently, he does this with a lot of people that he, he pays makes. them to Zoom. He pays them to Zoom. I don't know if Zoom is the specifically, but it's whatever it is. He does either phone calls or he does. Um, uh, this is really interesting. Video. I mean, like, are you gonna do it again, or is he out of money? So I did it twice. So I got paid two hundred dollars for an hour, <laughs> and it wasn't bad. It was like literally, he was yeah, extremely, like, extremely smart person, and you know, he how did just, it start off? It just started off with him asking about my life he was just like what are you up to? but what i did instead was i just asked him about his life because i was curious about who does this yeah. and he said that because he's been doing this his like the last few years especially during the pandemic it's like uh, what is a parasocial relationships it's just having friends in different countries that he finds enjoyable to talk to so he's been doing this and i'm like i could see this becoming a normal thing and i think people do this to and it's hey yeah because i think it's like having a connection with somebody but i guess the thing is he has to pay because if he didn't pay it's kind of like him being like hey do you want to get coffee sometime even if it was platonic if you didn't know him you'd be like no but if he says for a hundred dollars you would right yeah i would never that's the thing he was like this person he was essentially saying because he's not part of the community there's no way i would have like hung out with him anyways right right unless there was money involved unless there was something involved whether yeah. it's trade because that's typically what you're saying about coffee is like if they're like typically we're meeting because what are what's the goals it's like you want to be friends you want to do a work thing maybe it's a collaboration on something for him he's just he's not connected to our world right right so he he like has no reason to like be in our group unless also he lived here and he's like trading something and i was like oh sure why not i guess when you said that way i guess money's not that weird because yeah i mean i guess if like somebody like sometimes like younger comedians be like hey can i grab coffee with you because i want to talk to you about whatever i'm always like i'm happy to help because i used to ask people to do that when i was younger it's a consult well that would be like consulting sure but it's like i'm just helping out a younger comedian but but we're both comedians yeah but if some random person was like hey can we just hang out and get coffee i'd be like are you a comedian or like a writer or something they'd be like no like I just want to get to know you I'd be like fuck no right there's no reason there's no reason for you to take that oh really but if someone said hey I'll give you $200 for that you'd be like okay and and I'd be nice about it you'd be nice because you're because there's still a trade I would actually be extra attentive because they paid me (laughs) This is actually not as weird as I thought it was going to be. I honestly feel like I was an unofficial therapist to him. Yes. That's what it felt like because we're just talking about life. We're talking about, you know what I mean? Like I was talking about, I was asking him about like what he, why he's doing this, um, what kind of life he lives. um, And then, yeah, it was more like I ended up talking to him about his stuff, although he wanted more about to know. So the second call was more about my life, but essentially I think when. Who's got the timer going? Is there a timer? No, I gave him another 30 minutes, essentially, a uh, total. So because you, you, I had you, fun you, talking. You did an hour for $100. $100. Yeah, basically, oh, because it was fun. Yeah. I okay. liked talking to... Yeah. But I could talk to anyone. Sure. And this is... I, I was like, is, is this... Why isn't there this thing? What is this? It's like, so in Japan, this mm. is what I was talking about, is like you could pay a friend to hang out with you, yes, right? That yes. guy, he's like making millions of dollars doing this, I think. Is or this like a, uh, is it just that guy only or is it like a service? But he meets them call? in person. Mm. He meets the uh, the people in person and the, he's like a filler. Like if a guy wants to go play golf but doesn't have like a, com- a companion, he'll go play wow. with them. Or if he wants to go play at an arcade and he wants a companion or if a girl wants to have a date for a wedding but he 
she doesn't have a date yeah you pay the companion yes, per hour yes, yes. and they're just there to yeah. be a good companion so yeah. why they, they don't have that here uh because you know what the creeps in america see it maybe into like a creepy thing that i'd i don't want to do anything like that sure but but i think you guys hold the power because the second it gets creepy you're done so yeah, it's I'm like, not gonna it's ever like, do I'm, that I'm again. I'm doing this because I trust you. Yeah. But because you whipped out your dick, I'm not going to do something anymore. And yeah. that's that's okay because I think there are a lot of people who are willing to do this and willing to respect your boundaries. Exactly. There has to be a boundary, or I won't ever talk to them again. Right. And so I see this as like some sort of safe way of meeting friends or having some sort of. It's like a connection with someone yeah. that you're willing to with somebody who more likely might not be in your crowd. Now let me ask you something, and I'm not judging. But did you feel dirty afterwards or no? No, I actually felt like I did something nice. Mm. So guys... I didn't feel... Because there was no weird thing with it. It was mostly... I felt like there's a chance that maybe I gave them... <laughs> of course I would think I gave them good advice. Life advice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, my life advice is so important. And so, you know, like uh, I've lived a longer life than this person potentially. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've gone through so many experiences. And it's like a wisdom of an older woman. Yeah. Was who, this person younger than you? Actually, I don't know. They might have been my age. Um, I actually think that maybe well, like a couple years. I feel years. like at least in the YouTube comments, there was one guy who commented last week. They're like, Steffi does not read the comments. It is Fumi. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, did, that why guy. Why did he say that? I don't know. But hey, but if that guy wants to, you know, wants Steffi to read them and respond, you, you got to hit her up on DMs. If you want me to a answer. private session. A private session. A private, a private session. A private session. Because you a would do this. We would do this together. Like if someone was like, hey, do you, um, for uh, yeah. $100. If you want to hang out with us, you have to pay us a little bit of money or send us a coffee or something. But we do but it. But it's similar to a cameo or a Patreon, but it's alive. Yeah, we could do a group thing. We could do we could do one-on-one, -on -one, like, you know, two-on-one or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, happy to, that, that could be fun. If we you want to hang do, out with us. Would you do a set? If $1,000... For a thousand dollars, I would do anything. <laughs> you could be like, I want you to shit in a cup and eat it. I would fucking do it. Ew. I would do it. I, I would. You're do so it. Japanese. <laughs> That's so something. I feel like you'd be like a couple in the. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, no, it's okay. Do an accent. That's okay. It's not racist. Um, but I feel yes. This is. I don't understand why this isn't more of a thing without it being like a creepy. Let thing. me ask you this. Let me let me flip it on its head. Who would you pay to spend an hour with on Zoom, in like a non creepy way? Steve Buscemi. Yeah, like celebrities. Or it's Christopher Walken. Just an hour on Zoom. Just like honestly, I, I would do that, and it honestly would. Who would you choose? <sighs> why Steve? Why'd you say Steve Buscemi? Because <laughs> I just love him. He's, He's so an cool. Guy. He's just an inter I feel like he, he and I. There's even if what he said might not be interesting, I know he would say it interestingly mm. that I would want to be around his presence. Mm -hmm. There's some people with that charisma that you're just like, oh, that's a riz. weird. Like I just want to get to riz. I, I, yeah, maybe a little riz. riz. Um, I would also do that with like Lucille Ball if she was I alive. Who is? I love Lucy. Oh, that's her name. That's her, Lucille Ball. If she was alive, that's the person I would talk to. Mm. Or um, I would do it with I, like. I would love to spend an hour with like Jack Black. Dude, I ran into him. Oh, somebody else with ran my into friend him in Silver Lake. That was me. Oh, that was you. Oh, I must have already said this. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already. Well, he lives around there. Drip, drip. Oh, okay. Um, he was so nice and exactly what you would you think. You talked to him. Yeah, because my fr I was with my friend who did a movie with them. Oh, I see. I see. And I see, so see. when they were talking, he was buying flowers for his wife, which was ugh, like, come on, dude. Jack Black has not had like any. 
issues and his no. career has been so long and i've known him since like the tenacious d days and I'm you just, know him no i've just like known his work for so long when he had his show he's a HBO. good guy yeah he just seems like a fun guy to talk so to seems to yeah jack black maybe like oh shack i talk i want to talk to shack he seems fun who else seems really fun i feel like i would love to talk to posh spice she seems mm. like weird and she would give you a lot of advice even Bro, she'd give you unsolicited advice this is a genius revenue stream for for has-been celebrities because i would love <laughs> to talk to like the starting line you know who they are no the starting line was like an emo band that had a one-hit wonder oh, wait hold on by the way i do not like how you segged into that as if posh is now a has-been she's, she's a has-been no she's not she's david beckham's wife right has-been <laughs> <laughs> that's your husband you're is. fucking like seven year old white man on the inside it's so weird your sense of humor <laughs> she's a husband to David Beckham I told well, Fumi was next to me I, 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 what I, I said Fumi masen Fumi masen oh yeah yeah like, for the three people who speak Japanese who get that I'm sorry yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing with husbando. <laughs> yes um, I'm sorry husbando. <laughs> Um she is still did you not watch that documentary about no. her no what's her thing now she has like a brand that He's nobody a, gives a fuck a about. Yeah, but nobody gives a fuck about that She's one. She's iconic. She dresses fucking awesome. She has a husband who's Beckham. And you know what? I resent that you think that's his her wife. To me, Posh Spice's husband is David Beckham. I don't watch sports. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But you can objectively you cannot say that David Beckham is less famous than Posh Spice. They're like, equal. They're equivalent. They are not. They have grown together <laughs> into a space where they're together similarly famous. Yeah. People you name, Steve Buscemi, all these guys, they've leave they've lived these like interesting lives. I just want to hear about it. I would love to talk to Beyonce. I would like to Beyonce because I saw her in 2008 in Japan. Oh, I went Beyonce to a music festival. So sick. And th she did the funniest fucking thing. My sister and I went to go see Beyonce at a music festival. It was like it's like the Lollapalooza of Japan. There's all kinds of artists. And I I never forget, I used to have a joke about this. She comes out to the stage and she goes, <laughs> She goes, What up, Tokyo? Um, make some noise if you're like a I think she said like She's like, I want all the naughty fellas to make some noise or something. And then nobody made any noise because we didn't know what. Yeah. They don't speak English. So they're like, I don't uh, know what a naughty fella is. So yeah. it was like silent. And my sister and I were dying laughing because <laughs> she's like bombing. Yeah. Right. And then she kept trying different like phrases like, we're my single lady. But she's like, they just they didn't understand, understand what a it. single lady was or whatever. And then she just moved on to her song. But I've always wanted to ask her about that moment because I was like, how does it feel to be a mega star? And try to pump up the crowd and you're just bombing in front of thousands of people in Japan because they have no idea what the fuck you're saying. It must be awkward. Because you've bombed. People probably have I know, to end. Does that feel so bad? It's so funny to but you be know Beyonce. Why you, yeah, to be and Beyonce. it's a language barrier. It's a language barrier. But she's barrier. been doing it forever. Even before you, that co concert, she probably was used to that. By you, that time, that's when Single Ladies was out. So she was already like past Beyonce. Uh, sorry, Destiny's Child. She was already like... Were you like, me, me, me? When they said single ladies, so horny. I'm a single lady. I'm a single lady. Beyonce would be a great uh, one. I feel like she. Well, actually, I've seen her interviews. I would rather see. Well, her whole thing is that she doesn't do interviews because she I didn't know, want to. People thought she was dumb, so she doesn't do it. But this is not an interview. This is a conversation, and you can't tell me 
You can't tell me she's not an interesting person. Yo, I would love to do Cardi B. Can you imagine talking oh, to Cardi I, B? I, I would record that's like that's her fucking that's, comedy hour. That's dude, she'd be so she's funny. comedy. She's fun. She's sort of lighthearted in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. She's well rounded. You know, she she came from you know she the Bronx. she's she's just interesting the Bronx, but also from being a TV reality TV show star. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she would talk about money easily for the podcast. Yeah. She would be open. That's our dream guest, that's Cardi dream. B. God, twenty twenty four. Holy Cardi. shit! Arr, where you at? Where you at, oh dude? My. God damn! <laughs> it's bad. It. I'm hungry. I Walt get Disney. What the fuck is this? Did you go to Disneyland? Walt Disney. It says twenty four hundred dollars. What? What do you think that is? Walt Disney. Oh no! Oh. Stocks. Stocks. <laughs> <laughs> you bought, oh, I don't even want to get money. into I that, got, bro. What? Shut up. <gasps> you shouldn't put that in. Huh? Because it's a problematic thing. I forget what they did. Something happened with them. What, Disney? Yeah, that's they've, why I bought they've it. They've been problematic for years. And they've bad. all, from the start. Did you know that women animation a- animators back when they first started were not allowed to have any, any sort of creative ideas? So all they would do when they're, you know, the animators... They'd make women, they're only allowed to be the sketchers of things that people have already created, men have created. So they could only draw without conceptualizing anything they could only shade things Why? was it because a women they're sexist thing? it's was, a woman no no is it a women thing or were they just was it just like women can only have these jobs that don't require creativity is that the same thing that's the same shit they I'm weren't allowed I, I literally do I mean, that's uh, like a rule they weren't allowed or they yeah, just women didn't are not, do that no no they're not allowed wow they weren't allowed to how, how long did you have that rule I don't know, but since like fucking when they were making Cinderella, so you learned about that and you're like, let me buy two thousand dollars worth of stock and Walt Disney. <laughs> I love, by the way, no, no, no. I love that the most expensive thing you bought this year was individual stocks to Walt Disney. That is so you. Okay, so in conclusion, um, buy Disney stock. Um, schedule a one-on-one session with us if you want to hang out with us over Zoom. Yeah, and indiv- individual. Come and then on, 2024 guys. And is gonna be our year. Okay, we're gonna make a lot of money. We're gonna be in movies. We're gonna be touring, and um, you guys are gonna be there to support us. And we're going to have a come on. Let's do a live show. Yeah, I know we're gonna show. do. Oh, we're I gonna do a live an, show. I had an idea come up to me when I when I was driving, so I'll share it with you after. Okay. But we want to do like a live podcast show. We don't know. We might, it might be a game show. It might be you know this. Because just like you said, live shows live show. is where the money is at. It really is. I think that we have good live comedic. I know I have good live comedic shit. Like I'm not a comedian, but people are already coming up and calling me comedian just because of <laughs> you guys. And this is why it's important who you hang out with. That, yeah, and you don't I have to grind over ten years. You can just be I've, hanging out with one. I've all finessed somehow finessed comedian as a title. We're gonna do a live show. So if you're in LA. Um, we're going to do one here first, obviously. And then if it's a hit, we might go to like other parts of LA or San Francisco and stuff like that. But look out for that. If you have any ideas for that, by the way, DM us. Um, and it's going to be a great year. Hope DM you guys, us. I hope you, you guys. have an amazing Christmas. I hope you have an amazing New Year's, whatever it is that you celebrate. Have a fun time this, this, this w- beautiful holiday winter. break. Go have fun. Spend a little bit of money. Spend a little bit of money. Invest go crazy. some of it's that money. Year. Invest. It's the end, end of the year. I think we had a fun year, man. It's been about a year since we started this podcast. So, cuties, we really appreciate you. Say something nice about me. You have a nice hat. Oh, God. <laughs> Was that good? I love how you hold your microphone. But you wanted something like inside. You wanted me to say something good about inside. I can't believe you called it inside. About my personality? Yeah, like what's on the inside? Oh, my God. You're so checked out. 
we want the inside. You called my inside. You called me telling me something nice about me my insides. <laughs> you had to lo- you had to make it a like biology a, vibes. A bio, bio- <laughs> Anatomy you know, vibes. You're like my internal organs. Yeah, I'm your GI now. Yeah, yeah I, look I'm, inside your asshole. Do you like a my asshole. That's what GIs do. You're being so weird right now. I'm it's not insane. being weird. You guys, cash cuties, look at this. <laughs> Anyways, thank you to our producers. What the? <laughs> thank you to our sound engineer, Doma <laughs> Thank you to our uh, video clip. Something by. I learned that's nice about you. Oh, this year? Yeah, okay, is okay, that okay. I feel that you um, are pretty there for me, like supportive when I ask something, I ask for information you will give me information. You're not like hoarding information, which I think is a genuinely something that people, not a lot of people in this industry easily do. Mm. And I like to share as much as sure, I can, sure. but I think you've been very open and I appreciate that. Oh, that's really sweet. I think that through this year, I discovered that I think when I first met you, I thought you were like some weird LA influencer girly, but <laughs> I think, and I, and I think that like you still like give off that vibe on purpose because you need to get certain things and I totally understand. But, uh, but on the inside, you're not that at all. And I think if we met in college, we would have actually been friends. Aww. And that's, that's what I'm realizing this year, that on the inside, you're not. Like you do what you got to do to get to eat, eat. You know what I'm saying? You do what you got to do to put food on the table. And I respect that. But, <laughs> so but on, the, on the inside, you're not that. And you, and you show me a lot of that. And it's really nice to see, you know? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I resent that you had to give me a negative criticism at the top. <laughs> it's not a I, criticism. I got, what do you mean I get what? What do you mean? It's not a criticism because I need that. You said that. I get. get a, what am I getting though is my question. I get what? You're like, I get that you have to do what you have to get. I said you do what you gotta do to put food on the table. Yeah, what the, you make it sound like I'm like I'm like I'm a like, stripper or something. Like a stri- yeah, like I'm at nighttime. I yeah, go yeah, out but and inside like, you're not a whore. And I have yeah, like <laughs> what are you talking about? No, no, no. I just think that like, you know, you know what I mean. No, that that part I don't. And I would love to get into it. And I am still here. And he's hangry right Guys, now. Guys, I'm hangry right now. But we're gonna get into it on our bonus episode. Subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/CashCutiesPod. We're gonna release all the little dirty secrets on there. So, anyways, <laughs> if I have um, thank you everybody who's helped us out this year. All the producers, Doma Goy, Matias, Holly, it really helps. There's some people who emailed us about wanting to produce. So I'll, I'll get back to you soon. I'm just hungry and and busy and horny so i haven't looked at the emails but um (laughs) i think that's it man i think that's it so actually caddish hash cues we'll see you next week but this week please go crazy with your money it's the end of the year go crazy go crazy don't i'm gonna give you a limit though don't go over a thousand dollars go go (laughs) go crazy crazy, but within a thousand dollars within a thousand dollars we'll see you guys Um, wait did you say where you're from I'm I'm Steffi Bake. You could go check me out oh, yeah. on Baked Goods, B A I K E D G U D S. Check out my my movie if you want called The Portrait on Amazon. Apple on Amazon and, and Apple. Apple TV. Yes, yes. Please follow and me on all the socials at the Fumi Abe. That's C H E F U M I A B E. I'm also going on tour and stuff, so go to fumiabe.com for tickets. Irvine, California, Texas, Washington D.C., uh, and San Francisco. I'm coming to you soon. Okay, Venmo me at Steffi is me. Venmo me at the Fumi Abe. Haven't gotten one of those in a while, but. Haven't what? Haven't gotten Venmo in a minute, but hey, it's Christmas oh, time. I have, but I, I feel like I'm not sure if I'm supposed to talk about <laughs> hey, it. Hey, you keep that shit to yourself, man. I know. See, see this. <laughs> you keep um, that shit to yourself. Okay. You do what you got to do to get back. Okay. All right. <laughs> we gotta... love you, all the people that are out there. I see you. I just can't talk about it, apparently, but I, I do message you guys, and I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye.